This episode of the Policy Viz podcast is brought to you by Tableau Software. Tableau helps people see and understand their data. Tableau 10 is the latest version of the company's rapid-fire, easy-to-use visual analytics software. It includes a completely refreshed design, mobile enhancements, new options for preparing, integrating, and connecting to data, and a host of new enterprise capabilities. To learn more, visit Tableau.com. Welcome back to the Policy Viz podcast. I'm your host, John Schwabish. Very exciting episode this week. I am joined by three of the four organizers of the DC chapter of Data Plus Women, a meetup group, an event group, not quite an advocacy group, but advocating for lots, of, a little bit, for uh, for lots of great issues in equality and uh, in technology, in data uh, between men and women. Uh, if you don't know, the current gap between men and women's wages now stands at about 79%, so there's still lots of work to do. And I'm very happy to be joined today by, as I said, three of the four organizers, Emily Kuhn, Brittany Fong, Julie Kim, and Aaron Simpler, who is not here, um, but three you're here, so welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, so thanks everyone for coming. I want to start by just doing some quick introductions, and then um, we can talk about the group and, and the work that you're doing. So um, Emily, do you want to you want to kick us off? Sure. So I'm Emily Coons, and I'm a Pueblo Social Ambassador and Government Pueblo User Group Co-Leader. I've worked in government for 17 years, um, all in STEM, and I've got two awesome kiddos. I'm also a data hobbyist. Data hobbies. I like that. Yeah. I like that. I hope you're putting that on your business card these days. <laughs> I should. <laughs> I am Brittany Fong. I am also a Tableau ambassador, and I am the organizer of the DC Tableau user group. I have been using Tableau for about four years now, and uh, originally started in consulting, but am now in private, and... <laughs> and... Um, yeah, I really like it, and I think the Tableau community is great. Great. And Julie? Yeah. Thank you. I'm Julie Kim. I'm a technology consultant at Deloitte Consulting. Um, I specialize in advanced analytics and data analysis, using Tableau and other tools as well. I've been using Tableau for about three, four years. Um, glad to be here, actually, to join everyone. Great. <laughs> Thank you. So uh, we're Tableau heavy today, um, but DC Plus Women's not about Tableau. Correct. Um, about something... More important, I would argue, right? Um, so can we start, can you tell us a little bit about how the group got started and the motivation and how the four of you got together to lead the project? I can start. So, um, so myself, Aaron, and Emily, we all met for dinner one day and started talking about the idea a little bit. And then Emily ended up helping out with the Data Plus Women that was at the Tableau conference in 2015. And that's where she, you know, really got a handle on what the group was about. And then, um, I don't know, Emily, if you want to talk a little bit about your um, part of that event. Sure. Yeah. So back in 2014, actually, where um, a group of us, a group of four or five of us, really got together, self-funded some swag, and worked with Tableau to have a lunchtime meetup to talk about uh, women in data. And that was over lunch, and there were about 50 or so people there. There were a couple of guys that attended, which was awesome. 
And uh, so then we fast forward to 2015 conference, and there's over 300 people. They're standing room only. There's a great mix of women and men in the room, and just having really rich conversations. I think what was great um, was that Tableau was so open to uh, provide us support that we needed. So how they how we ran it, or how they ran um, the. Data Plus Women Meetup, um, which was on the conference schedule, pre-conference schedule, um, and I was um, fortunate enough to be a table host to facilitate some discussion um, amongst my table mates. Uh, and so I think that that's something that we try to replicate in some fashion at a local level. So at the Data 15 conference, what were some of the issues that people were talking about? What are some of the things that they were interested in? Of course, I assume those are the issues that you're bringing forward into, into your group here in D.C. Right. So some of the issues were just um, how we perceive women in the workplace. So individual perspectives on whether they viewed men um, as bosses differently than women as um, supervisors or bosses. Um, and so it was a very it was a varied conversation. We had um, some guided questions to help facilitate that conversation. But it was really and what was what I found interesting actually was we kind of went off script from those guided conversations and just really had a discussion about what each of us thought and it was so interesting to me to have I forget where one of the guys was from at my table, but he was like, Well why wouldn't I want a woman as a manager, you know, they have these characteristics generally speaking and I just like why would you not want that? And so it was very interesting to hear just the individual perspectives, um and how and I think probably not surprisingly People in the room were really just, well, let's get out and have a conversation about it, and let's do what we can to promote this initiative or these conversations back in our day jobs. So taking that meeting forward then, what are you all doing in the D.C. chapter? And then I want to sort of, uh, sort of get a sense of what's going on in the D.C. chapter and then take a step back for a minute and talk about whether you see a difference in how men and women sort of perceive themselves and others in the data and tech sector versus perhaps other sectors and whether there's any differences or whether data plus women sort of can be a catch-all for anyone who wants to come in and talk about these gender issues in the workplace. So, but let's start with how you took the meeting at Data 15 and and 14 and move that into your chapter and what are the sort of events and uh, things you're doing in in your chapter? Um, I can take that. Uh, So... For DC chapter, we actually inaugurated in February, and it's a lot like the Tableau conference, the Data Plus Women tables, where we are inviting everyone to speak. But we have panelists coming over first to speak about their experiences and um, how um, gender impacted their profession, and also kind of you know giving inspiring messages to people who's attending. And after that, we have panel, dis- after panel discussion, we have a small groups forming and we have person guiding at each group talking about what are the issues, what are the challenges you're going through. And then we just generally more, um, we just discuss amongst, uh, among ourselves, how can we improve that? Uh, how, how, what are the issues and how can we uh, overcome these challenges? Mm-hmm. I was going to say, you know, one of the things that I find, um, probably one of the best parts of that group, that small group discussion is the networking that goes on. 
um, you know, in several of those small group discussions that I have sat in on, it's been, well, I, you know, somebody's talking about a challenge that they have, and they're like, oh, well, you should talk to this person over here who does this thing. And so it's making those connections that I think is a really um, nice benefit to those small group discussions because you can have a little more meaningful um, conversation in that small group. So for me, that's one of my observations. And so what are the sorts of topics that come up or challenges that come up? Are there specific you know, issues or topics that you sort of hear repeated or, or are they sort of things you've never heard about that are sort of popping up that are new? Or, or what are the sort of things that you're hearing that people are, are discussing? So I think um, some of the items that I've heard have been, you know, I'm just starting out and I don't really know what to do. Again, a lot of this is, so when we, as we, as you mentioned, um, our group is not all about Tableau, it's about data. Mm-hmm. And so some of it is, I just, what does data mean? Uh, when we talk about careers in data, what is, what is that? I don't know coding. Um, and so I think part of it is also um, maybe demystifying or kind of clarifying that definition of what it means to have a career in data. And so that's part of the conversation that we've had. I think one of the biggest themes I've seen is whether that's in our group or in discussion with other leaders of other Data Plus Women meetups, is this idea about the confidence gap. And that's been something that I think we've talked about in our group, and I know that that's been discussed, I think, in Sydney and also London as well. So it's very interesting um, that you start to see some of these global themes uh, come up. And then there are just some other topics, you know, because we're based in D.C., I think we have we have more government workers participating. And so in one of the discussions, we've had conversation threads about how to get promotions in the government um, in those fields and some of the challenges that people have. Um, and we've had discussions about how you can overcome that or, you know, people that you might want to talk to in order to climb that career ladder. Mm-hmm. So on the question of data, you mentioned, you know, how do you get started in the careers in data and, and what does that entail? You know, what kind of coding, what kind of tools do I need to learn? And you mentioned, Emily, that, you know, a lot of folks may have a federal government background. What are the backgrounds or characteristics of people who are attending these meetings? And is it sort of primarily focused on data, jobs, data issues, or is it conversations get broader than that? Yeah, I think that the conversation is much broader, and I think that that's one of the reasons why our group is, well, I think it's thriving, but I, I, and I think that's the primary reason is because we're really trying to touch on more of these soft skills as well as introduce some of the technical aspects as well. And there are lots of meetup groups. If you go on the meetup app, there's so many of them, and a lot of them are focused on technical skills, whether it's learning Python or R or whatever the case may be. And I think that our group provides a complement to those groups and what they're learning there. And so, you know, whether it's leadership skills or mentoring or just not that we've really delved into this, but negotiating. I mean, some of those other softer skills, how we communicate, how people can perceive us in the workplace. I think a lot of it is awareness Mm -hmm. um, and having that conversation. Certainly, we had one gentleman who attended, who I don't know that I'll ever forget, who was um, shocked by the lack of confidence of the women in the room. And you heard this collective gasp. Uh, Um, And it wasn't that there was a lack of confidence. It was that we were talking about an issue and bringing awareness to it. 
And so, you know, it's really why I think the conversation is so important, um, especially with men in the room. We are not exclusive to women, and that is by design. I think it takes everybody. And I think Julie and Brittany and Aaron also agree that, you know, I think it's great to have men as, I call them ambassadors, but um, ambassadors for this to help support us and help give us a hand up in certain cases, um, highlight when women are uh, on point in the discussion uh, versus having a man reiterate what we've said and then have credit for um, taken for whatever the topic was being discussed. You know, those are pretty general statements. I'll let uh, Brittany and Julie add any additional context there. Yeah, um, I think it's wonderful to have all these participants from all different fields uh, using data. Education, public health, um, cybersecurity, and you know, people ask, like, how do you get into cybersecurity? How do you do this? Uh, so, like, we ha- not only just uh, the uh, gaps or the gender gaps, gender differences of conversation we have um, during the meeting, we also talk about, you know, how, like, if you want to get into cybersecurity, how can we do it? Why, how did you start it? So, sharing mm-hmm. those experiences were really valuable to people and really being able to connect and network. Also, I think that even though our group is about data and women, I think that a lot of things that we talk about could be for any audience, no matter what industry they're in or no matter what kind of work they're doing. It just happens that we're all in data and we have, you know, examples of our experiences. We can all relate to them. Right, right. Echo what Brittany's saying. While we talk about it from a data perspective, I think it really does apply to other STEM positions. Certainly, I don't do data um, as other folks do as a profession. So I come at it from a hobby and just, for me, it's almost, it's more of an advocacy to be a part of this group. But I've been in STEM and I have uh, the same or similar experiences in my uh, positions that I've held that I've heard from women in, in data professions. So I think it is a broad issue. Right. Certainly. Um, so, Emily, you mentioned the other uh, Data Plus Women groups in San Francisco and, and London. There's also a lot of meetup groups here in D.C., specifically around data, um, the Data Community D.C. group. And a lot of those groups have sort of a fairly standard structure where, you know, someone stands up and gives a talk. Brittany, you run the, the Tableau user group. It tends to be like 150 people. A couple of people get up and talk about whatever it is, data, Tableau, whatever it is. Um, but the organization, the structure of your group is a little bit different. You have these these panels, and then you break into small groups. So, how is that structure? What's the feedback you've gotten on that structure, and how is that, you know, maybe facilitating these different conversations and, and the growth of the group? I think that the users of or the yes have really liked the small groups. I think that everyone's kind of used to the general like presentation. I sit there and listen, and kind of take notes. Um, I think that the breakout groups are good because they're smaller so that everyone can say something. Like when it's a big crowd, like at the Tableau user group meetings, if it's over 100 people, most people aren't going to get to say something. Mm-hmm. So I think that the smaller group is good. And then you you get to know the people in your group. So then you can. it's also networking at the same time. Yeah. Do you feel that this topic of talking about you know, gender issues and inequities in the workplace and, and in life generally, do you sort of feel like 
maybe people wouldn't be as open in a group in front of a group of 150 people, but maybe in a table of six or seven people, they're more willing to sort of share and, and talk about maybe, I don't know if the word intimate is right, but, you know, talk about these types of issues more freely. Definitely. Um, I think people will share their experiences more freely, and I think every single one of them um, in the group, at least for the groups that I've, I've been leading, uh, I've led, um, they all share, every single one of them. I mm-hmm. haven't seen any people just backing up and listening. So that's something, you know, having an intimate group, op- you know, really opening up a platform for anyone to speak about their minds. Right. Um, right. Um, okay, so where are you heading from here? We have a lot of ideas. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. <laughs> um, so we're thinking we like sticking with the small groups because you just heard all the pros to that. Mm-hmm. So we're thinking of like we could show a video and then do small groups after that. We could do, um, you know, hackathons. Like that's a big tech type of event. Yeah, yeah. So like hackathons. Um, we also thought about just doing some networking events because sometimes even though we have time for networking, it's sometimes easier to network when it's like a dedicated time for networking, I guess. And we also wanted to do some nonprofit volunteering. We also thought about doing collaborations with some STEM programs and like, you know, in the DC area. Also, a lot of uh, companies are interested in this group and what we are doing, mm-hmm. and especially for my company, uh, Deloitte actually has a group of women in tech. Mm-hmm. And they actually have expressed um, in collaborative events. So, you know, not only that, you know, company within, you know, we're making impact within the company that we like to reach out and do more things like, you know, collaborating with the Data Boost Women. Um, that's something that we're going to uh, plan something out in the future. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was just going to say, I think, um, you know, well, we have these concepts, and I think that um, definitely, I know we've been approached by somebody in a local school system who's like, you know what, this would be great if you could bring this kind of thing to the schools. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it, it was really awesome to have that kind of interest. Um, we, you know, we like sticking with, as Brittany mentioned, we like sticking with the small group um, discussions. I think we also want to provide a little bit of um, technical tutorials or skills just to meet um, the needs of the entire group uh, and also to keep it fresh. So I think while our focus is primarily on soft skills, I think you can see where we may introduce a little bit of the technical side um, because that's equally important. You have to be able to demonstrate the skills or them in order to get the job or the promotion or whatever the case may be. Yeah, it, it's really interesting the way you all describe the goals for the group because on the one hand you have this uh, sort of professional development of the attendees, but then you've also mentioned going into schools, you've also mentioned volunteering, and so it sounds like uh, that side is more an outreach and education of, of other people. I wrote a blog post a while back when the um, the U.S. women's soccer team brought the suit, um, about, yeah. you know, and that was sort of my perspective on like, how do I talk to my daughter about these inequities? Um, and so I'm curious what your perspective is on taking a group where you're talking about and wrestling with these gender issues and how you would um, apply that in a volunteer or in a school setting where you're talking to younger kids, be it elementary, middle, high school. You know, I think, um, and I'll let um, Julie or Brittany jump in, but I think that, um, one, it's just um, getting 
kids comfortable or girls, but getting kids comfortable that um, this is something that they can pursue. So I think the conversation is different um, in elementary versus high school. Mm-hmm. Um, so in high school, it may be more of a, you know, this is, you know, here, here are some options available. Here's what it means to be involved in data. And it's not just necessarily coding. It could be data visualization, data storytelling, you know. So have that kind of conversation and maybe open their eyes to something that they may not be familiar with versus elementary school where it may just be, you know, introducing the concept and getting them really interested and engaged. And and just so that it becomes kind of just a part of their, their schooling and their life. And it's part of the conversation. It's not this abstract thing. Um, so I think that that's a, a big part of it is just getting, um, bringing awareness and just making it kind of part of life, part of their conversation. Yeah, also yeah. setting up the mindset that we can not to stereotype, but, you know, women tend to have like HR jobs and, you know, those aren't the only options that we have. We have other options, engineering and you know, dealing with data, you know, involves physics and, and, and data engineering and computer engineering, all of all sorts of science program can be useful for building the capability and, you know, moving up um, or making impact. Yeah. You know, John, what's interesting is that I just had to have a conversation with my um, almost six-year-old because um, I was trying on suits one day and she said, Mommy, you look like a president and girls can't be president. And I... (laughs) I hear about size. Um, and, so, and so she was like, well, mommy, there's only boys have been president. And I'm like, well, yes, just because only boys have been president doesn't mean that only boys can be president. And so, you know, obviously we had a little bit of conversation there. And, you know, if girls want to be president, they should go for it. And, you know, then we can talk about Hillary Clinton. But, um, but, but you know, it's having that conversation even as early as age five and six of you're not con- – there are no – gender-based roles in terms of what you can do for a job. So even at that level, introducing that concept, I I think, is so key. Absolutely. I mean, there's a long line of of research that, you know, shows the differences in math and science at the very young ages and how uh, there's a big drop-off in, in, or a big growth and disparity in computer science, for example, between uh, men and women who move from into graduate programs. So, yeah, so I think those sorts of things are really interesting, and I think it's a great, um, a great aspect of the group that you're that you're branching, you're reaching out, sort of not just for the attendees who are there, but also for other folks and kids. Okay, so we've talked a little bit about where you're heading next, sort of wish list, sort of generalities, sort of thing, but specifically, what do we have come up? You have a meeting coming up in, in next week, right? Yeah, so on the 28th, we are going to be doing a little bit more of a technical one this time. So we're going to have a couple um, area community leaders. <laughs> so there's going to be, right now we're thinking of Tableau, R, Python, and D3, and they're going to do like mini presentations that just kind of introduce the audience to what all of those are, and then if people have questions or um, like specific examples where they need help, we're going to set up kind of like a tech doctor 
Oh, great. Yeah. Real, real hands on. Yeah. And then planning monthly meetings is that the is that the schedule? It's about quarterly. Quarterly. Okay. Yeah. Great. So if you're in DC, 28th, and once you've secured the location, I'll make sure it's on the, on the show page so people can attend. Um, okay. Great. Well, uh, the group is fantastic. I look forward to attending more meetings. It's Dated Plus Women, uh, the DC chapter. Uh, there's a San Francisco chapter, a London chapter, Sydney. Anything else? There's maybe Atlanta's coming up with Alex. Well, yeah, Alex just recently moved, so I think it's to be determined on Atlanta in terms of who's taken that over, um, but we can certainly, obviously, and the one thing actually I do want to say is that if anybody's interested in starting um, a local Data Plus Women meetup, um, any of the, uh, I'll call them chapter, but any of the meetup organizers of any of the local meetups are more than willing to share information because we really want to see this uh, awareness and this conversations grow. So if you're interested, if you're in Atlanta and looking for one, certainly reach out to us and we can put you in contact with who might be taking that role over. Or if you're looking to start one up, we can help. Yeah, that'd be great. So if you're looking to start one up, um, I will put contact information for all four of you on on the show page so people can email you incessantly. Um, But if they're starting groups, that'd be great, right? That's great. Um, Emily, Brittany, Julie, thanks so much for coming on the show. This has been great. Thank you. Thank you so much, Sean. Um, And thanks, everyone, for tuning in and listening to this week's episode. If you have comments or questions, please let me know. And, of course, please do rate the show and review the show on iTunes, Stitcher, or your favorite podcast provider. So until next time, this has been the Policy Viz Podcast. Thanks for listening. This episode of the Policy Viz Podcast is brought to you by Tableau Software. Tableau helps people see and understand their data. Tableau 10 is the latest version of the company's rapid-fire, easy-to-use visual analytics software. It includes a completely refreshed design, mobile enhancements, new options for preparing, integrating, and connecting to data, and a host of new enterprise capabilities. To learn more, visit Tableau.com.